Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Okay, so today I'm going to be reading from John 4. Um, We're going to go through verses 10 through 19. So I have actually read through this in a previous podcast, but I was talking about the Samaritan woman and her testimony. But we are going to talk about the Samaritan woman today, but in a new context, I feel like the Lord was really highlighting as I was reading this verse recently. So what's going down in John verse four, if you're on your U version Bible app or you have a paper Bible, that's awesome. Um, or if you just want to listen, I just write down the verses so you can go back and read them. That's what I always love to do, whether I'm listening to podcasts or sermons is write down the verses and then go seek them out myself later. So John four, what's happening is Jesus is in this conversation with the Samaritan woman. They're going to go through Samaria. Um, and they're at this place called Sakar, which is near Jacob's well, um, Jacob, where he built his well. And Jesus is there. He's tired from the journey. He's basically like relaxing and his disciples have gone into the town to buy food. So he's just there by himself. And this Samaritan woman comes up and they have this interaction, this engaging conversation. And we can learn a lot, um, on how we engage with Jesus just from looking at this conversation. So that's what I want to read about it is looking at how their interaction shows is a mirror for our interaction with Jesus and how our relationship changes the way we interact with him, our relationship with Jesus himself, but also our relationship and our identity and our view of ourselves, how it changes our relationship with him. So let's dive in right now. Okay. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? The, the Samaritan woman said, a Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Verse 10, Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. So this, we're going to stop right there and we're going to continue in just a little bit, but this is really important is that we look at this interaction when Jesus starts the conversation with the Samaritan woman, he asks her a question and he asks her for something, right? He asks her for something. Um, complete stranger, um, just starts, will you give me a drink of water? And she says, the Samaritan woman, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you give me a drink? So what I want to point out about this is that one, she, the way she sees Jesus, right? Her view of him is that he's just a Jew and her view of herself is that she's just a Samaritan woman. And then her response back is like, uh, almost a place of like unbelief. It's like, how can I give you like a dress? How can you ask me for a drink is what she says. And I think this can be our, you know, conversation a lot with God is that when the Lord is asking us 
either a question or for something. Hey, I want you to give up your job and move to this new city and serve me. Hey, I want you to give, you know, so a hundred dollars into this ministry. Hey, I want you to do this or or just ask you a question. You know, maybe it's not like something for specific, but the response we give, right, is dependent on our view, our right or wrong view of him. And she sees him as this Jew. She sees him as this other. And it really makes me, it was making me wonder, and you know, as I was reading this and the Lord was showing me, it's like, how are we, how do we see Jesus? Are we seeing him as other? Do we see, see him as Lord and Savior, our best friend, you know, our Redeemer? Or do we see him in a skewed perception? Do we have a skewed perception of him? And that modifies and changes our response to him. So also the other view is our view of ourself. So she says, I'm a Samaritan woman. Instead of realizing, A, who Jesus is first, right? If she, if we don't have a clear view of who Jesus is, then we're not going to have a clear view of who we are. And so she says, you're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. So she, her identity is in where she is from rather than in her creator, rather than I'm a child of God, I'm a daughter of the Most High King. But again, you cannot have that solid identity if you don't know who God is. So, and then that, when we look at thirdly, her response, right? Is that how can you ask me for a drink? So our response out of um, a skewed perception of who he is and a skewed perception of our own identity creates a skewed response back to God, back to the Lord. So we could say, you know, God, I don't even know you. Um, You know, I'm just a sinner. I'm just this girl, you know, oh, I've never seen a healing before. How can I heal someone? How can I go pray for that person? How can I sew $100? I don't have that money. I can't afford it. Versus coming from a place of faith and saying, wow, Lord, you are my provider. You have given everything for me. You say I lack nothing. Um, you have supplied my every need. I am your daughter. And you, I have the riches of Christ. So I'm going to sow this money knowing that you are going to provide what I need. That is a totally different response from what I displayed earlier out of a place of unbelief and really kind of like ignorance. Um, you know, we don't want to say this woman, um, she's specifically unbelief. She just, cause she was in a place of ignorance. Um, but this is the thing now as believers, as Christians, we have the word of God. We have the entire Bible. You know, they didn't have that. They didn't have the new covenant back then, the new Testament to read through and know about Jesus. We do. So this place of ignorance, we don't have to live in anymore. And if you're maybe a new believer and you're like, oh, like I didn't know all these things about the Lord. Like there's that growing and maturing process um, which is awesome and wonderful. And you can grow into knowing who more of God and who he is and more of your own identity for that, you know, response. But I'm really feel like I'm talking to people who 
are Christians um, who have been walking with the Lord. And it's like that ignorance can't stay. We can't settle on not knowing who our God is or having a skewed version of him in our minds. And also we can't settle for having a skewed identity anymore. Um, And we can't settle for having a skewed response. I really just want to go with, you know, it's 2022. I feel like you hear that every video you watch. 2022, we can't do this. We can't do this anymore. But it's true. It's like, are we going to take our walk seriously with the Lord? Are we going to face our own limiting viewpoints of him and our viewing our limited beliefs about ourselves? And are we going to bring that to the feet of the cross so that we can respond Abba, you know, God is so faithful. (laughs) God is so faithful. So that's my challenge for us today is like seeking God and who he really is through his word and the truth of his word. And from that place, allowing him to shower us with his love and our identities in him. And then from that place, our hearts responding with the right response. Okay. Now we're going to move on from 11 to uh, verse 19. So let's keep going. This is good stuff, guys. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with. The well is deep where you can get this. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did sons and his livestock, his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered in verse 13, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Amen. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up welling up to eternal life the woman said to him sir give me this water so i won't get thirsty and have to come here to draw water so again after he tells her about the living water she she's still in that place of ignorance um, or unbelief wherever you feel like you're at with that this is a relation we're seeing the picture or maybe some of the ways that we're relating to God. And she's like, how are you going to draw it? Like, you don't have a well, you don't, or you don't have a bucket, you don't have any of these things. And he's, he's trying to give her a greater revelation of the Holy Spirit and who he is. So the Jesus is working. He, this is so good because we just talked about, you know, how we can be in ignorance and unbelief and all this stuff. And we need to move past that. But Jesus is so kind that he knows he meets her exactly where he she's at. He's not going to be like, oh, why haven't you like gone into the revelation of who I am yet? Why aren't you deeper in your walk with me yet? Why aren't you here yet? Like, I feel like a lot of times we can get in those places with our walk with the Lord. Like, oh, I just want to be past this, this sin. I want to get over this, this challenge or this um, depression or this anxiety or whatever it is that we're facing. And we just want it to be over with something. Maybe we've even struggled with for a long time. It's that Jesus meets us exactly where we're at. He says to her, he's like, even though she's in this place, he doesn't say these things. He's like, look, I'm just going to keep giving you truth and revelation until like you understand who I am. And you understand who you are and you understand like how 
we can have a relationship. And I think that's just so beautiful because that's the kindness and the compassion of Jesus is he doesn't leave us where we're at. He doesn't say, oh, she's not getting it. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna walk away now. He's like, oh no, my daughter, like you, I have more for you. Here is more revelation. Here is more of my goodness. Here is more of my eternal life. And when he's talking about this living water, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. So he's saying, and you know, the Holy Spirit comes in us when we believe in Jesus and we receive him, right? We can receive um, salvation in Holy in the Holy Spirit. And so he's talking about like a deeper relationship with her. He's not just talking about, you know, the water and the well. He's talking about a life-giving relationship where he wants to come live inside her. And maybe we're at that place we've been reading the scripture we've been reading you know we're understanding okay i'm a daughter in christ okay god is this okay but we're still like need to have deeper revelation encounter jesus is always willing he is always willing to give us more and he meets us exactly where we're at verse 15 the woman said to him sir Give me the water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Wow. So you can tell from her response, I don't want to keep coming here to draw water. So she comes there often. She's like, I have to, every time she wants water, you know, this is like old days. There's not a faucet. They got to walk to get the water at the well. There's a well for the whole community. Everyone uses it. And that's how they get water. They have to draw it. And every time you're out, you have to go back to the well. A lot of times walking, you know, maybe they have to walk miles to get there. Um, it's, it's a work. It's a process that you have to go get this water. And what, what's so cool about this and what I'm seeing from the scripture is that God wants to give us something better than we can produce on our own. And he gives us and provides for us something better that is better than our own resources. So she's going to this water, going to get, you know, what the water we need life, right? We need water for life. But he's like, I have something even better than that. He's like, I have something even better than your own resources that are right here. And that's our Jesus. He meets us where we're at and he gives us something better than what we've been drawing from. So I just want, I guess, like a stop and a reflection point And we do this a lot on the podcast is like challenge ourselves, um, you know, reflect on the word. And that is like reflecting on what have we been drawing from? Are we drawing from wells that run dry? Are we drawing from wells that don't give us living water? What is the well you're drawing from today for joy? What's the well you're drawing for today for peace? What's the well you're drawing for? from today from for healing to feel good to feel better for love if it is a well that is not the living water that is welling up to eternal life that is in Jesus if our source of comfort and joy and peace and love is not him we will always feel empty we will always feel dry we will always get back to the place of oh i'm here again oh i'm struggling with this again oh my gosh here i am again we'll never fully be satisfied 
So I just want you to take a few minutes to even think, pause this, ask the Lord, like, what are the wells that I'm drawing from that aren't healthy, that aren't your wells, that aren't the living water? Where, where are the wells that I'm drawing from that aren't, that are running me dry? And maybe you already know that what those are, just write them down, give those to the Lord, just repent and ask the Lord to reveal to you, like, what is, how can I draw from your well? Show me how to get joy from you. Show me how to, you know, be, draw love from you. I want the wells that won't dry. So repent, ask for forgiveness and turn to the Lord and his kindness and compassion is going to meet you because he has what you need. Here he is talking to this woman. He has exactly what she needs. And we're going to keep going and go into that a little deeper. Verse 16, he told her, go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now know, now you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Verse 19, sir, the woman said, I can see you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. So we're going to stop there because the point I want to make with these passages is that just like we are talking about what are the wells that you know in our lives that are running dry but what's so great about Jesus is that when you're asking him these questions when you're when you're deciding to pull from his well of living water and of life you're not going to a stranger you are not going to um uh, a boyfriend um, who, or an ex-boyfriend who maybe manipulated you. You're not going to your uh, maybe your earthly dad who um, wasn't emotionally available or wasn't there for you. Um, you're not going to a sister who doesn't listen. You're going to a loving father. And the reason why I call those out is because we can have these broken relationships or this past pain from relationships and relate it to who God is or how he's going to respond based on our past experiences with people who are imperfect in need of a savior. But when we go to Jesus, we're going to a savior, we're going to a friend, we're going to a a beloved. And that's the revelation. If you need a deeper revelation today of who he is, oh, that he is so good and he is for you and he will never leave you, the Lord will give it to you. Just he said, if you would have asked me for living water, I would have given it to you. If you would have known who I was and you would have asked me for that, I would have given it to you. Ask him for that revelation you need of who he is so you can come to him rightly, so you can get the water that you need, so you can get his love into your heart and be transformed by the renewing of your mind in God's word. Come on. And he knows you. Through what we read in verse um, 16 and 17, he said, go call your husband. He wasn't trying to highlight her or shame, highlight her shame that, yeah, she's living with some guy that she's not married to. That's not his intention. He wanted her to know that he knew her. 
He's like, yeah, you've had five husbands, but he doesn't stop talking to her. He doesn't stop loving her. He, because the conversation continues on and he, in the end of it, if you haven't read the full chapter of John four, please go do because he ends up revealing to who he is to her, the Messiah, which he often doesn't do when he's doing healings. He doesn't say I'm the Messiah after he heals someone. This was a very intimate interaction with Jesus. And that's if, if this is him before he died and resurrected and gave us the Holy Spirit, which lives in us as believers, how much more deep is our intimacy with him now that he lives within us? Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. That we are so intimately known by him. He knows our coming and our going. He sees our sitting. He knows all of our ways. He knows the words on in our on our tongue before we even say them. That is our God. We are so fully known and we are so fully loved by him. Oh, just soak in that revelation right now and enjoy it. Enjoy being fully known fully loved with every imperfection with every perceived you know failure that you have in your life with everything with all your mess he loves it with all your you know great works that you think are so great he loves it because he just loves you he decided it before you while he knit you in your mother's womb wow he loved you He loved you, he loved you, he loved you, he loved you. He already decided you can't change it. There's not an action. Oh my gosh, there's not a single thing you can do to change it. So receive it. Just receive his love right now. Receive the Father's love right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for releasing your love over us, Jesus. So this feels like the proper place to end this episode. And I just want you to receive the Father's love right now. Just soak in the revelation of how known and loved you are by Him. Go through this episode when another time when you're done, you want to take notes and just soak in and read John 4 because the Lord has so much more He wants to reveal to you through that. Bless you guys. Bless you guys.